This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. We had part one with Jason, David, and Allie of MyTribe.Watch, and we have so much more to talk about. We're going to jump in as we continue our interview, part two with Jason, David, and Allie. And that wasn't even on the list. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I got one thing done, and it's the only thing I had the energy to get done mm-hmm. was to just decide I will live another day. Mm. And that's all I got done that day. And the next day, and the next day, mm. and the next day. I mm. only had the energy to get one thing done, and that was to not give up. And that's yeah. the only reason I'm still here right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's enough. Uh, we beat ourselves up because we have so many things we're trying to get done. And sometimes the only thing you need to get done that day is that you didn't give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that you didn't let life turn you into a, um, you know, a, a jerk. And yeah. You, yeah. you didn't kick the dog. Yeah. And, you know, like sometimes the only thing you got to get done is that you didn't let life get the best of you and you decided to go another day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why I'm here now. That's yeah. good. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, during some of this time, I did read the book, so I probably just missed that quote, but, <laughs> um, you were working. Oh yeah. A mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a teacher. So I was teaching during that time. Um, and then, you know, teaching you do after school clubs and meetings and everything yeah. like that. And then also, um, Jason is a, um, or he's a pastor. And so then I That's am, right. I'm his like helper, helper, like, and yeah. so right then, hand woman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. partner. Yeah. And so then it's, there's like, uh, how many kids at the time? Like 50 kids. I, oh, I'm yeah, trying to remember time, yeah, probably about 50. Probably, yeah. At the time, there was probably like 50 In the kids. youth group. Youth group. Yeah, 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 at the time. And so then I was uh, helping with the youth group. And then so every, and then every Sunday morning, I was making sure that uh, we ha- I did the lessons every Sunday morning to all 50 kids. <laughs> and then you, was running and everything. couldn't do anything. I yeah. Could, yeah. So, uh, a long time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so she could, yeah. I couldn't even over. show up. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even, yeah. Yeah. Show yeah. Up. And, and so, and then the kids also knew if they saw me, it was kind of like seeing a little bit of Jason too. Mm-hmm. So they kind of were like, okay, then they didn't really miss him as much. And then um, I was coordinating like the volunteers to make sure oh like gosh. they knew they had all their jobs done and everything. And so, yeah, so it was, it was, uh, yeah, so I was working during that time. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, you were working all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? What? Is the youth group grew. Mm-hmm. From 50 to like 150 oh kids. Yeah, it did. It grew I, I didn't even show. Apparently, I don't need to be a youth pastor because uh, it grew more when she took over. And uh, I mean, God's grace, but like, yeah, she was amazing. Well, no, it's just that's because, pretty crazy because of. Um, I know you're going to deflect. Yeah. I can't no. wait to yeah, hear. Yeah, she's going to be too humble. Right she's gonna, now. Yeah, no, no, let's no. hear the humble story. But, yeah, tell Would us. Wouldn't it be hilarious if she no, just no, like no. threw us for a loop and was just like, was yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I rock. I thought everybody knew that. Y'all can learn a thing or two. <laughs> this is how you grow a youth group. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of teachers watching. And so with the teach being a teacher, you know, it's you're all about um, organization and, and group work. Y'all and, stick and make together. Sure. I know some yeah. great teachers. Yeah. Y'all yeah. stick yeah. together. And, and so it's all about group work and making sure the kids are in their groups. And, and so I just brought a lot of, like, organization to it. And then also, um, you know, when I was doing the lessons, I, I – this is my, my own philosophy is that if I am not being vulnerable with the kids, if I am not opening up about my weaknesses to the kids, if I'm not 
not feeling slightly embarrassed Whoa. when I'm sharing with them, then I'm doing something wrong. And so then I would just get up I don't there like every that. week. I don't like that rule. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So then I just so then um, so then I would just get up there and just share my weaknesses. And then and then and then the kids really they're great. And they so I just had like little groups. They were in little groups where they had discussion questions and everything. And then um, and then really so then that was most of the time. But but so anyway, so I was going back and forth doing that and then teaching and mm. then um, but and then in the evening times I'm going and visiting Jason in the hospital. Yeah. So that was that was um, but God was giving me the energy. God was definitely giving mm. me the energy every single time. Wow. Yeah. Well, you have told me about and we're going to get to this soon with your gifts and Lama yeah. the Lama <laughs> with um, your ability to build teams and groups yeah. and the way that that works together. So. Um, all right. So anything else mm-hmm. you want to add just to that part of your testimony or story before we go um, to my tribe? Uh, this is no, amazing that was, stuff. That was, yeah. Uh, get the book. Get the get book. The book. Yeah, get yeah, the yeah. book. The story of these walls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. All right. Um, so you – for how long were you like getting paid by the church? But she's doing your job. She's growing. That's the youth cra- That's what's amazing <laughs> about the the church was. Yeah, uh, they had just hired me, and two weeks later, I got diagnosed with cancer. Wow! And then I didn't fully return full time for, for like another year and a half. Okay. And uh, they, they didn't fire me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Very, very, very forever grateful. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, timeline wise, where are we about now? I mean, uh, the song just... went viral in 2017, I think. Uh, okay. Uh, or 2016. No, 2017. Okay. Yeah. It went viral July 2nd, 2017, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> and then you you stay on staff for until about? Yeah, uh, for a couple of years. Okay. And we did some uh, amazing stuff together. And Yeah, um, you did. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, I was having um, – and this is like the sequel to the story that I, I haven't written about yet. Oh, okay. Um, so what happened was I thought I was going to die, right? Yeah. yeah. And when all of a sudden I was alive yeah. <laughs> and surviving – I ran a hundred miles an hour. You okay. know what I mean. I came out that as soon as I was off that bed, I was just uh, singing and preaching and and putting on events for the church, and I was just running a hundred miles an hour. Oh. And then my brain finally, or my body finally, just shut down oh, after two years. And it was like, hey, can we process that you were on death's bed? Like we yeah. never, I never slowed down to process yeah. what had happened. And turned out I had PTSD, like severe PTSD. Wow. Where all of a sudden I was dealing with suicidal thoughts. Um, uh, I was going to jump off a bridge. I told my wife which bridge in San Diego I was going to jump off of. Like I was not doing well. My mental health, everything. everything this is just, after beating cancer. This is after beating cancer. And that's yeah. what people don't understand. Okay. Like, this is helpful. Half the battle is mm-hmm. just not uh. dying on the operating table. Mm-hmm. But with doctors, and they do a great job at that, but then they send you home and they don't tell you uh, your body uh, is has so much trauma. Your mm. brain has so much trauma. You're going to need to process this. You mm. should probably go get some therapy. You, you need to talk this out. Mm. So I never slowed down. Mm. As soon as I was like, I'm not dead. <laughs> Let's go do 100 million yeah. things. Yeah. And I mm. kept pushing mm. the processing part of it to the back of my mind. And finally, mm. my brain, my body was like, no, we're going to process this right now. You're supposed to be dead, and you're actually not okay with what happened. Mm. You're not okay with how your voice sounds. You're not okay with the pain you went through. There were moments where you felt you were being tortured. Like, mm-hmm. you aren't okay with it, and you can't push this off anymore. Wow. And, um, 
so yeah, I got I had PTSD. I didn't even know it. Things were triggering me, like non just little beeping noises, you yeah. know. Yeah, uh, that makes stuff, sense. Anything, um, anything mm-hmm. that like just remind me of the hospital. I couldn't go do hospital visits. I, I couldn't, you know. No. I wanted to be yeah. with people, but I just couldn't be near a hospital. I start break down crying. Yeah, like. All of a sudden, it was just a wreck, and so I had to I had to move closer to the cancer center, and and so we we moved from that church, and I went and got some okay. some <clears throat> some help and therapy to more to treatments, more treatments, yeah, yeah more mm-hmm. cancer treatments, and there was always that fear. I think there was a big part. There was always sure. the fear that cancer might come back because if it had come back before, why not again? Yeah. And I think that fear. I didn't realize how much that fear was controlling my, my brain and my thinking. It was the CT scan that triggered you. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Okay, so I was doing totally fine, and then we did a CT scan, and for some mm-hmm. reason I convinced myself I had cancer, and I think that's what triggered my it, brain. Just everything just went sure. berserk, and I was like, you know, what, I'm, that's what it was. Thank it, you, babe. I was going to yeah. kill myself. I wasn't going to let cancer kill me. So I was like, I'm going to kill myself because I don't want to go through this again. I know everything I went through. So here's how bad it was. Just in case I might have cancer, I'm going to beat it to it, and I'm going to kill myself because I'm not going through this again. And wow. I just became a wreck. Mm-hmm. And that, the CT, when you take a CT scan, sometimes there's a length of time before they tell you the, right. the answer. And so I think that that waiting period mm-hmm. was just it was just too much. It was just too much yeah. on yeah. him. And so it was just by the time like it, it, he got sure. that phone call, he was just about to collapse. Right. Yeah. So I'm um, just like mentally. So yeah. yeah. So then I finally you wow. know, I got I got some treatment. Yeah. I did more treatments uh, at the cancer center. And um, and that really helped. Like medical treatments there, or what do you mean? They have like or, or different like... therapies available okay. for cancer survivors. Okay. And so okay. like they can even do like even something as simple as like um, speech therapy or hiking clubs, um, hiking okay. therapy like okay. of other cancer survivors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and, and some do stuff that helps your brain start a new way of thinking. Yes. About okay. How you the approach ther- your trauma. Oh. Yeah. And okay. it literally maps a new. Uh, it's pr- when, when the Bible talks about being renewed, being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Some of the stuff they're doing is exactly that. It's helping you renew your mind and, yeah. and get your mind thinking on what is pure and lovely and you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, True, so, noble, right? Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> Whatever is admirable. <laughs> <laughs> Do not be anxious about <laughs> anything. So, um, so then we got through that. And so in the meantime, I was um, just doing some stuff uh, you know, to help pay the bills. And then COVID happened. Okay. And by by the time COVID hit, my I was like a new person. Okay. Like I was in uh, my brain was back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jason was back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I was like happy again, joy again, yeah. wow. uh, peace again. Like wow. I could actually laugh about cancer. And I know that sounds no, but <clears throat> for me, I have to laugh about it. Yeah. You know, so I can make jokes about it. I could. I could enjoy what God had taken me through. I could enjoy the uh, journey more. I could enjoy that people's lives have been touched by. I never wanted to be the poster child for cancer, right? Or the poster child for faith. Uh, and I didn't really want to go viral. I, uh, you know, I was internally going through so much that all of a sudden I was put on on this huge platform, and everyone was looking to me for like, wow. like, how'd you get through that? And I'm like, oh, I'm still getting through it. Uh, yeah, I'm not through. I'm it. not through yeah. it. And so, yeah. I think. Going wow. through all that, I finally was in a place where, like, now I'm ready to, like, help people. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so when the pandemic hit, um, all of a sudden, everyone was stuck. Families were stuck inside their house together. Yeah. But I noticed that families were having church in different rooms of the house. Mm. So uh, what was happening was, you know, uh, the main church service was doing their live live. Uh, churches didn't think pandemic would last very long, right? So they didn't really right. come up with a plan for the whole family. Right. And so they would just, we're just going to put our main service online. 
And and it's going to be very boring for kids, you know. And then, <laughs> yeah. Alex yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and the kids won't won't have anything to watch. Right. Uh, but but there'll be some like really really childish things they can watch. But they also want to watch that. And the teenagers, we just like to be on TikTok, you know. Yeah. And like we just kind of we didn't make something for the whole family to do together, but. I was like, but this is the best time. Mm -hmm. Mm. Your family is stuck in your house together. You're doing everything else together. Mm -hmm. Do church together. Mm -hmm. There's never been a better time to do church as a family. And so I was like, well, well, here's what's crazy. Growing up, I did kids' ministry. I did youth ministry. I did young adult ministry. I've preached to adults. I've done video editing. She's done teaching. She's done curriculum. She's done taking kids through the Bible in chronological order from Genesis just all the way through, helping them understand the big picture, which I do want to talk about Good Samaritan in a moment, about how the way she does it makes that story. I think your listeners are going to be like, what? what?" But um, I said all that to say we looked at everything we'd ever done. Yeah. And realized we could make a video streaming platform for families where we would walk families through the Bible yeah. in chronological order using comedy and oh, visual yeah. effects and, and make it so interesting that kids and teenagers and their parents would all want to sit together on the couch and watch Bible videos where everyone is laughing. It's for all ages, but yeah. everyone is learning. Where it's it's written in such a way that kids are getting out of it, getting stuff out of it, but it's also biblically deep, right? And and parents are also learning stuff, and so we built my tribe, and and we built this this app so that families could uh, watch the Bible as a family and not separately, and and then I didn't know it would take off, and now <laughs> you thought you, you would do it for. A couple months. A couple months. I, I thought it would be a blessing yeah. during the pandemic, and I thought the pandemic would go away, and then, like, you know, we'd figure out what we're going to do after that. Um, and uh, I didn't realize that the need was as big as we mm. thought it was. And now my tribe is – it's what we do full-time. It's our full-time ministry now mm-hmm. is um, we're still making episodes. You know, the Bible's really big, so we haven't finished the Bible yet. <laughs> um, you know, we're making episodes every week for families, and – Families all over America are are watching and learning and growing, mm-hmm. and kids are memorizing the Bible and they're understanding the characters. And what is really helping them is when you understand the big story of the Bible in chronological order. It makes stuff in the New Testament. Sometimes we skip to the New Testament, right? But stuff Jesus was saying, you got to understand like a thousand year history that led up to the it. The context, the context, yeah. and it makes that story come to life. Mm-hmm. If we have time, I can explain briefly using the example of. I got I got time. I mean, right. you guys are the ones that got a meeting coming up later. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I'll, right, we want to hear it. Watch this. This is pretty fascinating. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So really quick. I can do this in like two minutes, but watch this. Um, Great. Let's hear it. The Good Samaritan, right? Yeah. Um, many times people have simplified that parable uh, to being, oh, it's about being nice. It's about being a good person, right? <laughs> and yes, obviously that's part of it. I love – Jesus is always saying five things at the same time, and mm. that's what makes the Bible alive and living mm. is he's saying many things at the same time. So yes, he is saying like, yeah, you should be nice. You should be kind. And like you know, when people see someone on the side of the road stuck and they're like, ah, oh, it's a Sunday morning, so I can't pick you up. I got to go to church, yeah. right? I can't help you because I'm going to learn how I should help people. <laughs> you know. Right. So, so yeah, there's an element of that. But man, if that's all you get out of the story, you have missed so much gold that's in that Mm. story. So check this out. The story is about a Jewish man who gets beat up by robbers, and it ends with a Samaritan man who helps him. Now, Mm. you rewind a few hundred years 
uh, before. Mm-hmm. And the Jewish people, the people of Judah, they were invaded by Babylon and beaten up and taken to Babylon, and their home was destroyed. And when they came back, they had nothing. Mm-hmm. Their home was gone. Then the people from Samaria, who had different political views, different theological views, they came down and they offered to help rebuild their home. And the Jewish people said, we will have nothing to do with you. You will have nothing to do with us. And they let their bitterness and a little bit of racism and their political disagreements and, and all of that um, create a family feud because mm-hmm. they were neighbors and they were family. Mm-hmm. And, and, there's, and you were even past that, and it has to do with the Assyrian invasion of Israel and all mm-hmm. of that. But, but I'm, I said it would be two minutes. So <laughs> um, and they said, we will have nothing to do with you. And the Samaritans were so offended that they then tried to stop the building of the wall, mm-hmm. and they tried to intimidate them. And then, of course, that made things worse. And then for the next few hundred years, Jews hated Samaritans, and Samaritans hated Jews. Mm-hmm. For a feud that had, that had started a thousand years earlier when, when Assyria came in and invaded and then brought Assyrians into that area, and they became Samaritans and all that. So <laughs> you have this thousand-year history yeah. where now the Jewish people would not accept help from a Samaritan. Yeah. And then Jesus says, let me tell you a story where a Jewish man gets beat up by robbers. Those robbers, that represents Babylon, who beat up the Jewish people. And now let me tell you a story where the Samaritans came to help. I am retelling your history right back to you. Mm. Do you remember when the Samaritans came to help and your people rejected them? Well, in this story, you're going to accept their help. I'm going to show you what should have happened, what you should have done. And I'm going to remind you that you were neighbors all along. Mm-hmm. And it's almost wow. like um, because the, uh, what we go through with our students, too, is the civil war that happened between mm-hmm. Israel and Judah. And so then it's like all of a sudden you have this historical context. And then they understand that actually when you say a good Samaritan, to put the word good in front of Samaritan is almost – is almost, it felt dirty. It almost dirty right. on your tongue because mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 the Samaritans are dirty. The Samaritans. It's like saying the, it's yeah, it's like yeah. you don't put those two words together. And so we fought each other in civil war. I mean, check this out. Like, yeah. you, you rewind. Yeah. And it, northern Israel and, and southern Judah, they, they went to war. And that, was the, that civil war was the beginning of this family fracture. Mm-hmm. Then Assyria comes in. To, and, and they take the people out, and then they bring in people, and they intermarry, and then you have and, and Samaria. They make Samaria the capital, and Samaria was the capital of northern Israel during that civil war. Mm-hmm. So now the people of Judah hate them just because of the civil war, even though that was like their great grandparents. But they hate them, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Babylon takes them, and Samaria, Samaria says, "Hey, we know what it was like to lose our home because Assyria took our home from us. Mm-hmm. We will help you." But they were still bitter over the Civil War and, and that they had different political and theological beliefs. So here's what I'm trying to say. You yeah. look at our country right now. Yeah. If that parable is just about being a nice person, it doesn't really help our America right now. But if that story is about a civil war that created a fraction, that created a friction in a country that started hating the other side because of different theological and political beliefs that they couldn't even work together. How is that not the most important, appropriate story for right now in America where we view the other person as the enemy mm-hmm. when they are our neighbor? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, love your neighbor. Like he said, These, who is my neighbor? He's like, are the Samaritans my neighbor? Are the Democrats my neighbor? Mm-hmm. Are the Republicans my neighbor? And Jesus said, let me show you what a neighbor is. Mm-hmm. A neighbor is a Samaritan who for a thousand years of racism and hate towards each other still offered the help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and will you accept their help even if you disagree politically and theologically? Mm. I'm telling you, that story is so yeah. deep, but you won't understand it unless you read a thousand years of history in the Old Testament. Yeah. So what we've been doing is we've been walking families through the Bible, the whole story of the Bible, so that when you get to those stories, yeah. they come to life. Right. And you realize, man, we need, we need to be good Samaritans more than we ever have in this country. <laughs> yeah, that's, man, that's awesome. All right, now let me ask you just uh, with my tribe, um, some of the humor and some of the references yeah. that you use because that that was just amazing teaching. But everything that you do is also very very like entertaining. That yeah. I was entertained. Don't get me wrong. But my tribe. So when like, we tell that story, we <clears throat> use ninjas. Yeah, and we use cowboys. <laughs> it's called the good, the bad, and the ugly Samaritan. Nice. And we do a whole Clint Eastwood thing. So so yeah. So that's a really deep story. So how right. you how you. Preach that story like to where it. how you offset it to where kids are like, yeah, I can, I get it. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, the whole scene was like a western cowboy episode. Uh, I dressed as Clint Eastwood. And it was the good, the bad, and the ugly Samaritan, and and it was all cowboys and ninjas, and so we're telling it in a really fun way where kids and families are laughing, and that way their guard is let down for when uh-huh. we when we speak the truth of like, yeah. hey, this is about loving your enemy, forgiving those who you disagree with, and 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 really. Um, just, just unconditional love, yeah. and uh, but yeah, but we use a lot of comedy oh, yeah. and visual effects because it helps them remember it, retain it, digest and it. digest it, and yeah. and and, and uh, it makes the truth easier to get into their hearts because mm-hmm. they've let their guard down. Right, mm-hmm. Ali, yeah. what's uh, what's some crazy favorite thing that you have done or that Jason has done with one of these references? I know we got a Toy Story picture uh, up there that Marco <laughs> put up. Um, but for you, I mean, what's what's one? Because you guys come up with so many things. This is like, uh, just generally speaking, like a weekly incredible production. This is not like you do twelve episodes for a year. You right. pour everything into it. Like, I mean, we're still waiting for Ted Lasso. You know, <laughs> like you guys yeah. do these incredible high production, high value weekly. I mean, well written, well crafted. Um, and I've just said it before. You know. It's it's illuminating, it's inspirational, but then it's also hilarious and it's entertaining. So yeah, anyway, yeah. I just I mean, oh, yeah. when I think of all the different characters and connections you've made with movies, yeah. what comes to your mind? Well, you know, as <clears throat> teachers, uh, we what we appreciate and what we we love our students, and so we want to be reflective of how they can learn. And so we know the different learning styles. Some kids uh, are very visual. Mm-hmm. Some kids need a diagram. They need a map, a chart. My a, teachers a, watching this are no, just loving. No, yeah. They, I know. Hi to all the teachers out there. (laughs) But yeah, and so because of um, we have that background when we taught Bible before at a private Christian school, um, you know, having those different learning styles in the back of our minds really, really challenges us because we have to think of, okay, what do we need to do in order for them to understand the concept? And so sometimes we have to act, we have to be silly, and sometimes, and I'm not really like an actress exactly, and so then... She is. So what? then he gets me to be these really silly characters, and at first I'm like super shy doing it. But then he's like, "You got to do it weirder, do it weirder, yeah. do, do it weirder." weirder. <laughs> and then and so then um, by the end, I'm, and, and by the end it's 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 amazing. It's yeah, and, and so that's I I think just anytime he's like really challenging me to get out of my comfort zone to be able to just do uh, just silly characters mm-hmm. um, in order to um for the kids to you know laugh and have fun and really understand yeah. the concepts. And we'll do like like. 
we yeah. did an episode with her where we were kind of making fun of The Bachelorette because that was really, really popular. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and we've done, you know, Star Wars spoofs and Avengers spoofs and and Elijah was like a character from Dragon Ball Z, but we called it Fireball Z because fire came from heaven. Nice. And, and some people wonder, like, well, Jason, why are you using, why are you using uh, secular pop culture references uh, when you're teaching about the Bible? And what you don't realize is Jesus used pop culture references when he was teaching. But back then, pop culture was sheep and goats. And, like, <laughs> you know, they didn't have movies. But That's when Jesus funny. told parables, oh, yeah. he used the language of the people. He used right. illustrations that they understood. So I'm just trying to do what Jesus did. And, yeah, yeah. we're using pop culture references because that's yeah. how kids learn and understand. And they remember it. Exactly. And they're learning the Bible exactly. uh, because we're using – like, for example, we talk about Nehemiah. And trying to rebuild the wall. So we did Fixer Upper, which I know is popular out here. Oh, so we, heck yeah. So we dressed up as Chip. Chip yeah, I was Chip and she was Joanna. And we did Chip and Joanna yep. Gaines, Fixer Upper. But we, mm-hmm. said, but we said, you know, uh, Jerusalem is our Fixer Upper. And we're going to help Nehemiah rebuild it. it. And, you know, the walls are broken down. But, you know, we like breaking walls down and having a nice open floor plan. And we did this uh. whole joke of Fixer Upper. And kids remember all about Nehemiah and, and him trying to rebuild the wall uh, because – we dressed up like Fixer Upper. So yeah. it, it really works. And There's an added bonus too because when the parents or whoever go to watch Fixer Upper, you you go back to that. When they see the Avengers, yes. they're like, what were they talking about? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's an added bonus. That's right? the heart behind it. That's the yeah. heart behind it. Is yeah. Exactly. When they're out you know, um, in their life and they see these pop culture references, it reminds them of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Totally. Not the other way around. And, right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, man, I love this team. I love this team. Before we talk about uh, the Llama app and Lonnie the Llama, just uh, anybody that is watching or listening to the podcast, they can go to mytribe.watch yeah. and oh, sign up. Oh, if you or, want, here's, yeah. I can give you a $20 um, a discount code. Everybody uh, wants everyone. that. <laughs> Everybody wants that. So, yeah, if you go this to – This is work at the gas station too or is this just work on mytribe.watch? <laughs> Unfortunately, okay, it's just okay, for okay, That's okay. That's all right. We'll take um, it. <laughs> you go to mytribe.watch. Yeah, uh, and you do it on your computer, or on your phone, and you sign up. And um, when you're putting in your information, where it says discount code, if you just put my name Jason David as one word, it yeah. gives you twenty bucks off. Man. And um, and what you do is you sign up for an account, and then from there you can download our app on Roku, Fire TV, uh, Apple TV. Uh, you, if you have a smartphone, we have an app. Yeah. And uh, and then you just sign in with yeah. those new uh, login information, yeah. and you're good to go. You can watch it on any device, uh, and your whole family can enjoy it. And yeah. we come it comes with worksheets, activities. Yes. If yes. kids if kids fill out the worksheets and activities and send it to us, they get featured on TV. Mm-hmm. They get featured on the episode, right? And so now kids want to do the homework yeah. because they're going to see themselves on TV. So it really works. If, if you really want your kids to have a deeper understanding of the Bible than most adults even have, yeah. This is it. Yeah. My tribe dot watch. Each awesome. lesson comes with like a corresponding worksheet that mm-hmm. yeah. little notes they can fill in, like fill in the blanks. Discussion um, oh, questions. Discussion questions that they can have with their family. Um, and then also at the end of each season, there's like a little activity that the family can do together to kind of review the concepts. Yeah. So it's like a little online video game, a little on- a video game through the app yeah. that reviews all the concepts. So awesome. it's, it's really fun. My tribe dot watch. Yes. <laughs> and uh, for my people, since we've not started releasing, 
sharing the scraps, the scripture wraps yeah. um, through our social media channels and everything. Those are available on oh, yeah. mytribe.org. Yeah. Oh, That's and right. okay, right. and you just you gotta at least watch it for a week because you gotta see all the kids across the nation yes. who then yeah. took Steve's scrap, mm-hmm. his all his scraps, and then they filmed themselves rapping along, oh, sent yeah. it to us, and then we at my tribe turned it into these amazing music videos with all these kids across yeah. the nation who are memorizing the Bible right. through Scrap Attack. So, yeah, that's even on my tribe as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, let's talk now about Lonnie and uh, Lonnie uh, Lama. <laughs> this is Lonnie this Lama. Is Lonnie yeah. Lama. That gives uh, the marksman a chance to drop in Lonnie oh, the Lama yeah. in our video <laughs> shot, our overlay. Love it. Have you been waiting this whole time? <laughs> Finally, it came. Is Lonnie like, here right now? He's like, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. No, you're right on it. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Lonnie? You're about to knock down his parachute. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Lonnie. This is Lonnie the Lama. Okay, mm. tell us what we have here. I mean, this is a beautiful vision that you have to get into public schools, mm-hmm. and this is amazing the way God works your gifts together. So yeah. yes. where do we start, Allie? Yes. So um, Lonnie the Lama is a little llama. That our, our phrase is save the drama for the llama, and it helps kids come up with a self-control plan so that way when they're resolving conflict with their siblings with their classmates you know just friends uh, family members then um, they can create a little self-control plan Lonnie the Lama talks to them on their app and then kind of kind of de-escalates the situation and help and still validates their emotions and helps them process the whole situation and how it happened and I mean it kind of gives them a like a choose your own adventure so there's all there's hundreds of pathways (laughs) that each kid could go on and it kind of narrows it down depending on the buttons that they push and then by the end they can print out a little self-control plan so that way when they go to have that conflict resolution meeting they kind of they have a little script all ready to go so um that's the app but um did i forget anything else jason that was excellent um yeah, yeah so we've got the app and then we're also launching um llama tv where um we've been making all these amazing episodes that we have on my tribe right now yes but yes. those episodes are um uh, going to be a part of Llama TV that schools will, will be able to have. And what they are is we do these um, 15 to 20-minute episodes with Lonnie Llama. It's an amazing pu- custom-made puppet from the U.K. of Lonnie. Yeah. And um, now back to the whole cancer thing, people told me you sound like a cartoon character. So I was like, well, normally you have to like go to voice acting classes to get there. I already thanks cancer. I, already, <laughs> I don't have to pay for voice acting, so I'll be I'll be Lonnie. I'll just yeah. put my voice octave up and hi, I'm Lonnie Llama. Welcome to Llama Land, you know. And yeah. boom, I'm I'm Lonnie. And so, uh, so I do the puppets and, and I do his voice. And we have this amazing team. We make these episodes, and Lonnie uh, does little musical numbers, and they are hilarious, and they're really yeah. catchy songs. Yes. and they're helping kids to process their emotions and and to learn how to work together as a team yes. and, and how to have, uh, you know, a lot of kids have social anxiety right now. A lot of kids, sure. um, oh, after yeah. the pandemic, man, they're, they're dealing with that trauma. And so Alani is helping kids come out of their shell and be social again. And we've had parents tell us, like, my little girl, five years old, and she, man, after the pandemic, she was so quiet mm-hmm. and reserved and, and, and timid. And then she watched only five episodes. All it took was five episodes of the Llama Show, and she's like, my little girl has become a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. She's so confident. She's walking around telling people, hello, my name is this. And wow. um, Because in the episode, Lonnie says, 
I, I have social anxiety. I, I'm, I'm scared to, to, to talk to people. Right. You know, he seems You'd a whole song. You'd rather be a hermit crab. I'd rather be a hermit crab, <laughs> yeah. like, like hermit over there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he sings a song. He gets invited to a birthday party, and he's freaking out because yeah. he's like, uh, you know, do I say hello? Do I, do I stay for long? Maybe I'll just hide in the corner. Do I yell surprise, or do I just close my eyes and wait for it to be over? I'm going to a birthday party, and I'm freaking out, you know, and, and, and it's... I never get tired of hearing you say, yeah. <laughs> I'm freaking out! I'm freaking out! <laughs> and it's this little, la- little, little llama yeah. who's willing to admit that he has the same anxiety and fear that kids have yeah mm-hmm. and no one's saying that it that that's a thing like mm-hmm. like no one is saying oh, oh, a lot of the main characters are heroes mm-hmm. but Lonnie yes. is saying hey yeah. I know what it's like yeah. to just be scared of a birthday party I'm not yeah. I don't have to be scared of an alien invasion and big yeah. pyro special effects I'm just scared of a birthday invite that's yeah. good and how do I get and then how so I, then Miss Allison as the teacher yes. comes and she's the human in Llama Land and she'll mm-hmm. talk Lonnie Here's what you do when you go to that party. Yeah. Here's how. Here's here's how you have a conversation. Here's how you have confidence. And and so then kids are watching this and they're starting to be able to have conversation with their parents. Because it used to be mom and dad would say, "How was your day at school? Good." Yeah. And then just like awkward silence. And now we're teaching them. No. When 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 someone says, "How was your day?" It's code for I want to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And now kids are learning how to have conversations with their mm-hmm. parents. Through Lion the Llama. And a lot of like social cues, and it's really hard to decipher because it's not like people just tell you how to do it exactly. And so, and kids are just like, how, they don't know how to navigate that. And so, um, we're very, very vulnerable, weak, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sharing our weaknesses. And in our weaknesses, God is strong. And so, mm-hmm. we kind of share that um, on the Llama show. And so, uh, and so the kids actually feel like, you know, really comfortable there, comfortable watching. Mm-hmm. And now they're like attempting to do, like, we even, you know, did the smallest of social skills. It's not just conflict resolution, right. not just right. character development, but it's social also the skills. smallest of social skills. Like, how do you even how do you even go up to people and talk to them if you're at school? And, yeah. and so, anyways, it's we have so practical, really practical, it is. Like, really, really practical, practical stuff. It, yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. One yeah. of the things you do in the episodes, you, you've created games yes. that are yeah. social interaction games that are fun, right. but they teach kids and adults, honestly, yeah. Yeah. how to interact. Like some right. parents don't know the next question to ask right. after how was yeah. your day good. Right. They right. don't know right. how to like develop that. Right, but exactly. But watching, you like get to watch these real people, actors, whatever, with Lonnie the Llama and play these games and you're learning the skills along with them. Right. And then you have these games that you've created. You right. guys are doing everything. It's not yeah. just like a TV show and then good luck kids, good luck families. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. You it's practical. Resourcing them. Right. Yeah. And, and and to all the teachers out there, you guys understand and hear me like, you know, sometimes every lesson at the end you have to have something practical to take away from it. But something very, very solid and very clear and the kids have to know exactly what they need to do. Very specifically what you want them to do differently because kids want to do the right thing they want to obey you but they just don't know exactly what you mean and how to specifically do it and so then with the with um the llama show at that very end you know they have those activities and we kind of what was kind of cool is our backgrounds we took the strengths of each of our backgrounds of hey you know we did youth ministry together youth ministry is brilliant 
at coming up with some sort of game mm. that helps kids interact and feel like, okay, you care about me as a human, not just as, you know, um, just a as number. a number or student mm. or like, yeah, just, just academics or something. And so we took the strengths of youth ministry and then, but like, you know, I'm doing church with adults, church with adults mm. and with sermons, creating lessons. It's like having, having a moral of the story, having a moral of the yeah. story, yeah. having the purpose very clear and at the mm. forefront. Like we were not just following the rules because we just have to do it. We're following the rules like here's the reason why and churches are brilliant at doing that and so we but then educators and teachers are very brilliant at at making it practical and like what do you specifically want me to do differently and how is each lesson going to build on the previous one and creating a whole pacing guide a whole like lesson plan for the whole year like Mm -hmm. each lesson building on each other for the rest of the year and so we took the strengths of each of those and kind of put it together into Mm -hmm. the llama show yeah, that's phenomenal. All right. I, we are going to get you guys to your uh, next appointment in just a few <laughs> minutes. So take a few minutes just to yeah. tell us what else you well, want to let I'll, us know about the Yeah, I'll say the this. Dream. Yeah. Um, this is the new dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Lama. Yeah. You know, I never planned to be a cartoon. I never planned to sound like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, that was never the plan. But sometimes you have to – when a dream dies, you get a new one. Yeah. And then you discover that that was the dream all along. Mm. And, that's right. uh, and so this is our passion. Mm. And we've gotten to start doing it in San Diego, California. We've already been implementing it into public schools. Yeah. And, and they're loving it. And they want yeah. more of it. They want more episodes. They want the app. Um, and, and Lonnie is teaching biblical principles. It's mm-hmm. character development, but it's mm-hmm. God's character development. He's teaching biblical principles. And so for the first time in a very long time, we're bringing biblical teaching uh, into schools. And, and, and we have the opportunity, if we can build the app big enough, we have the opportunity to bring the Lion Lama to 130,000 schools and reach 50 million kids. Mm. And the only thing wow. that's stopping us is the app could never handle that many people. Yeah. And so it's going to take another 100 grand or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was originally 250, and we we already raised and we put like everything we have into mm. it, and we mm. were able to cover the first 150. But we're out here in Texas right now on a speaking tour, and the reason we're out here is to raise support. To partner with fellow Christians who believe like we need this in our schools, mm. um, we believe that if we can get more peaceful conflict resolution being taught, yeah. I, I just my heart is that there be less shootings in schools. Right. Like if we can teach people what to do with those emotions and that it's okay to be angry, but but here's what to do with mm. that. And mm-hmm. man, I really believe Lonnie the Lama can. Yeah. can help America and help millions of children, mm-hmm. but uh, we need to finish financing the app mm. so that it can handle. The, that, the many the many users it's going to handle. So, right now we're on speaking tour, hoping yeah. to raise a hundred grand uh, to just finish this, so that we can hopefully launch it uh, yeah. before the new school year. Yeah. So if so if people you know want to yes. donate, um, the best way to do it would be to go to mytribe.watch, dot mm-hmm. uh, the website, and then you, there's a donate tab. You can click a donate, and what's fun is when you donate, you win prizes, and you win um, uh, you can p- potentially win this really big prize. And I'll let you discover what that is. It's nice. really fun. There's a whole video there, and so you can you you you, you win merch. We'll send you Lonnie the Llama plush toy and all that. So you also get get some fun out of it, um, but you're also helping us do something really amazing. So if you yeah. want to support mytribe.watch is the website yeah. click donate it'll tell you everything we're doing and how you can um partner with us and let's make this dream happen yeah that's phenomenal guys mm-hmm. it's phenomenal well i'm really excited um and i i have seen ali in action like when i was at the llama yeah. studio watching her with um i think you were on a zoom or whatever uh with 
with a class and taking them through this. And it was just incredible. Yeah, it was just amazing. Mm -hmm. I love the way God has melded your gifts together to do something incredible for this country. And um, what a what a beautiful dream. And, and we can help make it a reality and give these kids resources that, I mean, social skills, everything, um, handling, everything you talked about is just incredible. It's just mm-hmm. really exciting. So, and you guys have just done, wow, just a great, great job. So it's amazing. You're so kind. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, all right, Wednesday, also just a reminder, Crest. Christ mm-hmm. Community Church in Atkins, 7 p.m. Yes, sir. I'll be there. I can't wait to Woo. see it. Um, it's going to be great, as always. And uh, we'll just get ready to sign off. But um, if anybody missed anything, you can reach out to me, Steve, at com. Oh, yeah, we're up on the crow's mm-hmm. nest. Y'all knew it. I was down doing my single shot, but I'll go up to the crow's. <laughs> You're good. Um, and, uh, man, just... You know, why we are called Very Bold Ministries and why we're called Very Bold Scrapping and Very Bold Radio and Podcasts, Very Bold Athletes, Very Bold Coaches, is just to sit back for a second and just remember anything that God has done for you. If you can't think of anything, think about the cross. Mm. Think about Jesus on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And just realize that that wasn't just for the people that were beating and rejecting Jesus that day. That was for us. He just wants to give you that forgiveness. So even if you're struggling with something else, if you can just think about that, if you can think about a time where God brought you peace when you had no peace, when you think about Jason talking about being in the hospital room and his wife coming in and singing over him and him feeling peace that, that next morning like it was right there, can you think about a time when God used somebody in your life, anybody, somebody in your life just to love you with the love of God? You talk about the Good Samaritan, somebody loved you somebody was had an act of kindness towards you can you remember that can you just remember can you even just dare to dream that maybe one dream has died but maybe today you could just say man that resonates what jason said and maybe this dream is is dead but god has some new dream for me and i'm going to allow myself today to just say there's a new dream for me i don't know what it is yet but it's going to be exciting to discover and let God do some of the work. He's got something for you, so we can just hold on to that. So what we want to do is just connect with that hope. It's a real and living hope, First Peter, it says. It's a real and living hope, and we want to connect to that. And then we just remember that we can be very bold. And maybe today being very bold is just making it through another day. Maybe being very bold today is forgiving somebody that you've held on to a hurt, a grudge for 20 years. You've held on to something that you're just like, okay, Jesus, I I just, I'm going to give it to you. Just please help me to give this over. I want to forgive. Maybe it's something completely different, just a, a very gentle act of kindness or word of affirmation. Maybe it's just, you know, letting Jason know, man, you're, you're, your message, like it's easy to sit there and just say, oh man, that meant a lot to me. But maybe you go online to mytribe.watch and you donate $10 and just send a note just saying, hey, that meant a lot to me. Just something, God has something for you. We, we've we got to live in that land of, of hope, of there's something. And so the Apostle Paul, man, he went through so much and you've done a great, great job this season on My Tribe with Mission Pausable. You have to see it. You just have to trust me to really understand just some of the things that that man went through. And yet at the end of the day, what he said, and this is why we're very bold 12 minutes later, two hours later, 
is because the Apostle Paul said this, 2 Corinthians 3.12. This is how we sign off, and we got the marksman on the trigger finger ready to go, so we're going away in just a second. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.